On this episode, we smoke the Fat Boys Cigars Jacked 5x54 Box Press Robusto with Nicaraguan binder and filler and a delicious Habano Maduro wrapper. And we talk about non-alcoholic beverage pairings with your cigar. I'm your host, Johnny Midas, and you're listening to Burnline Podcast. Burnline Podcast. The burn line on a well-crafted cigar is straight and sharp as a razor, much like our wit and wisdom. And what's up, everybody? Johnny Midas here with Nick the Brick McCann, coming to you not live from the hot box, the smoky back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made, adjacent to the Blanco Cigar Lounge, nestled among the complex of rooms that comprise Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania, USA, the only Blanco Lounge in North America. How are we doing this morning? What up? I'm good. It's awesome, awesome. Football weekend, man. It is, man. Start of the uh, season. You know, I couldn't stay up too late because I get up early for work, but... Uh, Thursday night. Pretty, pretty good game Thursday night. Yeah. 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 I was looking forward to that, man. I'm kind of like, uh, kind of rooting for the Lions a little bit, you know? Like, I like their story right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very, they're a very underdog. Yeah. Real gritty. Kind of kind of like the blue-collar underdog. Yep. And, of course, everyone likes to hate the Chiefs because they've just been winning. They're so, yeah, they're so good. They're like the new Patriots. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I have uh, new studio art. I actually I posted this to the Grams a little bit earlier today. Um, what do you think about my uh, Phantom of the Opera <laughs> gold cigar smoking statue? That is the... That is the most Johnny Midas piece of art I've ever seen. It's like a, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like this is like an ancient Norse mask that like if it, if it breaks off from the hand, we could like put it on and get the powers of Loki. Should we try it? We should totally break yeah, the mask yeah. on air, see what happens. This is like a Jim, a Jim Carrey movie. The rest of the podcast is just noise as we tear down the city. <laughs> like we're possessed by yes. Loki. Yeah, I noticed the hand is like disproportionately large to the face, so it kind of looks like, kind of looks like a, uh, I don't know, a stack, a statue of like Rocky Marciano feeding a cigar to a ten-year-old or something like that. Who's Rocky Marciano? You don't know who? That's who they based the Rocky movies off of. Oh, Rocky Balboa. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like I don't know, thirty-two and zero professional boxer. He was what really? they what's known as a swarmer. Yeah, there's swarmers, there's infighters, there's outfighters. We should do a show on boxing. Okay. The sweet science for all of those people that uh, are into that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Bare knuckle. No, they haven't done bare knuckle in a long time. Not since people were breaking their hands. No, they still well they do they do it, but they do like they have like a uh, limited gloving. Have you seen that uh, slap fighting? Yes. Dude, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that so terrible. I mean, it's. I'll bet you can get concussed from that. But it's, oh my it's, god, it's a fucking weird, holy crap, weird fucking sport. You get guys working out their jowls. I'm working out for my slap contest. <laughs> I love the guys that they're like injecting steroids right into their jaw. <laughs> like, oh my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh good lord. Well, so we are smoking the Fat Boy Cigars, uh, Jacked Robusto. Uh, Fat Boys is a sponsor of this show. Before we jump into that, um, time for the socials. So uh, on the email front, got one email this week. Guys, thank you for the show. I appreciate you going over lighting. This has always been a weak spot in my cigar game, so I appreciate it. 
Well, we appreciate you as well. And uh, just a reminder to clip your cigar with authority, toast it, don't roast it, and don't forget to tap the cigar before you toast it. Uh, get that little those little speckles of tobacco out of your cigar. All of these things can give you a great cigar smoking experience. And this is my cigar smoking challenge to all of our listeners. Learn how to clip, tap, and toast your cigar until the first puff is the best. Oh, dude. If you get to that point, then you've got it nailed. That experience, right? unreal. It is. It is. And, you know, so many people that I know, even like industry veterans will tell you, well, I just ignore the first half inch of the cigar. Well, you can enjoy the first half inch. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I, I, I've never understood that. Well, I understand it if I trash my cigar. And and actually, I think the the cigars that I'm most likely to ignore the first half inch are Connecticut's. And the reason is it's so easy to roast them and draw that bitterness out um, that sometimes uh, it's a less pleasurable experience. So, But you can do it with practice. Yeah. If you have a question, comment, concern, complaint, or just want to make fun of Johnny Midas or Nick the Brick, please drop us a line, burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want us to read your email on air, please let us know, uh, preferably at the beginning of the email, um, so that I don't find out after reading it. Um, And, of course, follow us on socials, Instagram, threads, Twitter, X, whatever the hell it's called these days, at burnlinepodcast. And uh, see what we got going on there. We'd love to connect with all of you. You can uh, send us DMs, whatever. uh, And we will uh, connect with you. And we love building this community and meeting new people. So that is all I've got on the socials. It is time to smoke this cigar, man. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Woo! So this is the Fat Boys Cigars Jacked. This is the original Fat Boys Cigars. Um... This is a 5x54 Robusto, which is, and it's box-pressed, probably my favorite size of cigar. Uh, I like Coronas, but uh, they're really getting harder to find. These would be a lot more common. Robustos you can still find. Uh, I like that size. Um, so... Do you think Coronas are hard to find? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm not saying that manufacturers don't make them. Yeah. I am saying that I don't see them stocked a lot. It's like those those bread and butter flavors now are, are 550, 652, 660. Those yeah. are the first three. Yeah. Right? So if, if, if a new core line is releasing for, from a new company, they're going to release those three first. Yeah. And then is going to come possibly a Churchill. Yep. And then is going to come a non-Parejo cap. Right. Bellicoso, Torpedo, Figurado. Yeah. And then we'll get the Corona. Right. You know? And then we'll get the Lancero. Yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the pecking order of the hierarchy. It is, and it's sad. Yeah. But. Well, well I, like, uh, I like Coronas because, you know, I don't have to commit a lot of time to them, and the flavor is typically delicious. Um, yeah. So I can always smoke two of them, but I, I don't like putting a cigar down halfway. Right. You know, particularly if you haven't got the full flavor experience, which you don't on most cigars. There is flavor changes as you go through, right? Yeah, yeah. To get a fair, to, at least to get a fair assessment. Yeah, I, I've yeah. put down cigars halfway and been like, "Well, that was that was 
you know, as good as it's going to get. And I'm, yeah. I'm done with yeah. it now and I'm happy about it and that's it. But, and I've put them down because I'm just done. Right. Exactly. You, know. you were, when I first met you, you were notorious. You did this notoriously. I still do. You'd buy these, like a $15 yeah. Padron and like, uh, you'd, you'd not even get to the band. You'd yeah. leave in the lounge and it'd just be sitting on the ashtray. Mm-hmm. Be like, dang, half that, half you're that done, Padron. You're exactly. Like exactly. you're going to ruin the experience if you keep going. You know, yeah. it's like if you're drinking and you've had enough to drink. Right. You know, if you keep going on that expensive whiskey, all you're doing is wasting it. Keep eating when you're full. Yeah. Like you're just going to make yourself sick. Yep. Same same concept. So I want to start smoking this cigar. This is the Fat Boy Cigars Jacked Robusto 5x54 box press. It is time for the official cutting. And the official cutting is brought to you by Fat Boy Cigars. The bold and delicious flavors of premium hand-selected tobacco leaves are highlighted in the original Jacked Cigar by Fat Boy Cigars. And don't forget to try the Fat Boy Cigars Boots on the Ground series. For every cigar you purchase in this series, Fat Boy Cigars will donate $1 to charities benefiting our frontline heroes. Fat Boys Cigars. Welcome to the Fat Boys world. Welcome to the Fat Boys world. All right, so I am clipping my cigar with my Craftsman's Bench Double Guillotine Open-Ended Cutter. Are you clipping it with authority? I am clipping it with authority. And you have your Drew Estate closed-end double guillotine. Mm -hmm. And as always, we remind you to clip that cigar with authority. No limp-wristed cutting allowed. Very good. Hey, we synchronized that good, man. Yeah. We're fucking Olympics over here. I just watch your cues. I I I don't want to be behind. I don't want to be that guy. Oh yeah. Well, the the stereo kind of helps though with the podcast experience though. Like if it's at exactly the same time, I actually have to offset the audio by like a quarter second so that it sounds more natural. Yeah, audio editing is fun. So we're uh, we're tapping the cigar out. I've got uh, my cigar upside down where I just freshly clipped it. I like to bunch the skin up in between my first finger and thumb, kind of tap it out on that little. That little mound of love right I use, there. I use my index and middle finger knuckles. There you go. Yeah. That just seems too harsh to me. You know, like, you got to make love to a cigar, oh not manhandle God. it. Hey, let's, so let's talk about this. Whenever you cut a cigar, you look into the foot. Mm-hmm. Do you ever notice, like, oh, wow, look at that patch of dark tobacco. I do, yeah. Or look, oh, oh yeah. wow, look at all those little stems. Yep. yep. It's so interesting. This one, the fillers are not very dark. And they're very uniform. I'm looking at both ends. Yeah. I don't see stems. No. I don't see, you know, often I'll see, like, especially at the foot, right? I will see, like, stems and and gaps. Right. Right. The lighter color is, like, the stem part of the tobacco. Right. Um, It is very uniform. Yeah. This is just, like, a dumb, like, a dumb Nick thing. That I just, I look at the, and I'm like, oh, look at that patch. Ooh, that might be, mm-hmm. that might be a little bit of Lajero Maduro in there. Wow. All right, so we're, right, <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. So a little bit on presentation, um, the band is black with uh, yellow stripes top and bottom. It's actually a double stripe, but the second stripe is very thin, like a pinstripe. Um, kind of cool looking, and it says jacked in yellow lettering again with like an outline around the letter which kind of matches the uh, stripes and it's got the uh, white outline of a crown that almost looks like someone drew it with a calligraphy pen yeah you know um which is the fat boy cigars logo so pretty cool uh 
presentation here. It is uh, cello wrapped, which is good. We've had this convo before. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not a Leaf by Oscar, I would prefer cello wrap on it. Yep. But then I'm going to take the cello off to like display the cigar and put it in my, you know. But before I touch it, I want a cello on it. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. I do not want to take a risk there, especially with this new round of that thing which can't be named. Mm. It's going around knocking people out. Um, looking at the actual cigar, this is really cool. Look at that side of my cigar. I, dude, I love those veins. Yeah. So it's got a Maduro uh, wrapper. But the veins are darker, and this almost... Are you familiar with the Japanese art of kintsugi? Yeah, Alec Bradley has a cigar called kintsugi. Yeah, so it's where, like, if you break pottery, you put it back together, Mm -hmm. and in the cracks, you use gold to actually highlight the fact that it was broken before. And it just has, like, this cool, organic look to it. And it's gold, so of course I love it. Right. Uh, But this reminds... Like, this pattern the veins make kind of reminds me of that. I I think this is cool. Um, I would say the... uh, yeah, take a picture of that. We got to gram that for sure. I'm working on taking pictures more because uh, your fingernails are so dirty. Oh, well, here. You want me to tuck them behind the cigar or something? Wait. I am Johnny Midas, not Joni Midas. <laughs> Figure that camera out yet, buddy? Jeez. No, it was... I'm growing gray hair over here, man. <clears throat> um, So there's a light oil on the wrapper. Yeah, Very... It's a, uh, it's a good picture. It is a good picture. Yeah. yeah. You're right. My fingernails look like shit. Uh, <laughs> so there's a light oil on the wrapper. A um, little bit of overglue right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, from I, the from I, the I band. See, I see a couple spots on mine, too. Yeah. Now, you left your band on. I took my band off, partly because I wanted to see the wrapper and partly because if I can take the band off, I often do. Yeah. Uh, before I start smoking. Not a great idea. Sometimes the tobacco can expand and crack and stuff like that um i like so. i like holding my cigar by the band yeah that's just mostly why i keep it on is because i try not to touch the wrapper leaf with my bare fingers little grubby cheese fry fingers not me i'm over here like, <laughs> yeah, yeah just like touching everything it's You're a like, full sensory experience yeah, yeah. you want to get all the oils yeah yours looks like a chocolate bar too yeah it does it's very tasty. Your cigar thing, looks actually. like a chocolate bar. It does. Look at the oil around the cap. Yeah, fantastic. Really, yeah. really good. I like that. Mine looks very good, too. Yep. Let's smoke these. Yeah. Why don't we uh, figure out how these smoke? We are going to officially toast these cigars. And as always, we remind you, toasted, not roasted. And I am toasting with my That's single your- soft flame powered by a single jet. This is the most Johnny Midas lighter ever. Uh, rose gold and white enamel. Until we get you an ST DuPont. Until I get an ST DuPont yeah. with uh, actual gold plating. Yeah, that's that's Walmart Johnny Midas. But Johnny Midas is Walmart. <laughs> Johnny don't, Midas is Walmart. Gold. Don't say that again. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you've got your uh, flat three flame torch. Love that torch. They all come to a point. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, look at this toast, man. That is toasting up beautifully. And let's give this a few puffs. Wow. Okay, so uh, really good smoke output. Um, I will say that these are properly humidified, which uh, obviously, you know, helps. Um, One of the things that you'll notice with a box press cigar is they're often um, 
they, they change draw strength if they're properly humidified as you're puffing on them. Um, any dry cigar, you know, puts out smoke volume because it's actually combusting. Right. Uh, this is putting out good smoke volume from the start. A lot of the time with box press, they kind of open up as you go along. Uh, so impressed with the smoke output uh, off the bat, and it is not, you know, a dry tobacco smoke. They're properly humidified. It's just uh, relatively open to start. I think, too, with the dry tobacco, too, you'll, you'll, you'll get the, the hotter feel. Mm-hmm. And, the you know, it'll run quicker. It'll burn quicker. This is fantastic. It is really good. This is flipping awesome, man. Holy crap. That is really good. So this is a Nicaraguan binder and filler with an undisclosed Habano Maduro wrapper. It's like a Colorado Maduro. Yeah, well, you think? Maybe a little darker than that. It's not. I mean, so, yeah. It's definitely not, like, on the dark end. This is just, like, Maduro-aged tobacco. Yeah. Like, not... Uh, and Habano leaf, too, it doesn't get as dark as, like, broadleaf or something. Right. Um, but definitely no shenanigans going on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, another way you can tell is, like, when you look at the contrast between the veins and the tobacco, um, when you're curing it over time, uh, the contrast kind of heightens. Um, if you're bruising the tobacco or using dyes and stuff like that, that contrast kind of goes away, um, particularly like with the darker cigars. You know, you can kind of tell by looking at them on the shelf. Uh, this is not one of those. Um, not that I'm necessarily... I mean, there's some really good cigars on the shelf that I know they used like lemon juice and stuff on the on the wrapper. Dog on it. Color. So I'm not against it. But Why are you challenging the integrity of the industry? Dog on it. Yeah, there's no shenanigans that goes on in Cigar World. Nope. Um, okay, so I've got or, a couple Or stocks. Or stocks. Or stocks and bonds. Or the New York Stock Exchange. Did you watch the big short? Was that uh, Christian Bale? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't and watch Steve it. Steve Carell. Steve Carell was in it? Yes, and Brad Pitt. No, um, Brad Pitt. Yes. Terrible movie. The story is good, but yeah. it was kind of directed by an artistic artistic uh guy and it's just too like it's hard to explain it's not put together well um i mean it should be pretty cut and dry like you'd be almost better i think they were trying not to do that that doesn't make sense though it's like a very like like a very fact-based and then they just cut to they're like and to explain how credit default swaps work here's margot robbie in a bubble bath drinking champagne do they do that and they do that yeah it's like what was that? You did, know? did you ever see the other guys with Wal- yes. Wahlberg and Will yes. Ferrell? I think that does a good job of yeah. explaining kind of the. But they, it was just the end, like the, before the end credits, they talked about uh, Enron and Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got a few puffs off of this. I'm getting some really interesting uh, flavors. What uh, What are you tasting right now, Nick? Mostly the. The sour twinge of my own defeat. <laughs> in the cigar. What are you tasting oh. in the cigar? <laughs> um, ooh, this is good, like good tobacco, first of all, like good, well aged tobacco. Yeah, definitely. Um, earth, loam. We haven't, I haven't heard you say loam in a while. Mm. I've been dreaming about you saying loam. It's mm. real loamy. And uh, I think a little bit woodsy. Woodsy, earthy, 
Very, not a not a whole 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 lot of sweetness. A mm. little bit. There's a hint of sweetness. There is, yeah. Dark chocolate, bitter Definitely. sweetness. Definitely. Um, but other than that, man, I am freaking jacked. This is awesome. This is a really good cigar. Seven ninety. So the MSRP is seven ninety on the cigar, and wow. it is definitely smoking at a much higher price point than that. Send me a bundle, jeez. So, um, yes, loam like that rich dark earth, mm-hmm. uh, like potting soil, mm-hmm. um, as well as spruce. Like you said, woodsy. Mm-hmm. But there's like that that spruce evergreen, um, and I think the like the. Uh, the chocolate is like a cocoa. So, you know, yeah. cocoa is delicious but a little bitter. Right. And spruce is bitter and a little sweet. And uh, the flavors really play well together. It's almost hard to sort of pick them apart yeah. because they're not strong and none of them, like, overpowers. They really play really play well together. And you're right. You know, when you taste uh, well-aged, well-cured tobacco, like, it, it has a flavor to it. Um, that you can taste on this. So yeah, no ammonia, no ifs, ands, or buts about this. Like right, this is right. like a you know this sat for the proper amount of time, mm-hmm. and this is not like a we're not like expert tasters here. Like this is something that you have tasted, and I'm talking to you, the listener. This is something that you have tasted in your own cigars when you think, huh, this one tastes off. Right, right. Chances yeah. are it's that it's that uh, you know under underaged, yeah, yeah, ammonia kind of taste, yeah. which. Um, like, well, I don't know. We're, I'm kind of willing to give companies a pass if it happens like once. Yeah, but if it's like a consistent theme, yeah, among their cigars or a line, then I'm not, I'm not too, too happy about it. But yeah, yep. Uh, One might sneak through the cracks, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it does happen from time to time. You know, when we've talked a little bit about the industry, and like when you're buying tobacco, like. You're physically handling bundles of leaves. You're flipping them over, looking for beetles, you know, which ones might have mold on the bottom, you know, stuff like that. And you're trying to select bundles of tobacco, yeah. you know, for the best best possible uh, quality. But, you know, it's a very natural process, and every leaf is a little bit different in that bundle, and every bundle is a little bit different from the other bundle. So yep. it does happen from time to time. And, like, they don't, they don't I mean, they get a chance... They get a chance to smoke the blend before they release it, but they don't get to, the chance to taste every cigar. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to happen where... That would be gross. Yeah. It's like, you know, with a Hershey's bar, the recipe stays the same. Right. No matter what. But with these cigars, it changes cigar to cigar. I mean, yeah, different plants, different primings, stuff like that. So, yep. So very good. Uh, I would say, uh, what, mid, maybe mid full. Uh, seems about mid on the strength as well. Very approachable. Ash is awesome. Mm-hmm. Burn line's really good. Burn rate's really good. Look at this. Drop. Oh, wow. It's really burning well. Drop pressure's great. Drop pressure is good. I appreciate that. Smoke output is good. The smoke has a little bit of a velvety or fuzzy feel to it on my palate, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, you know, a good, good mouthful of smoke, but it's, it's not like overpowering. Um, I have noticed the retrohale is pretty strong. So okay. pick up, uh, definitely pick up some pepper like on the cayenne side of the spectrum when I'm retrohaling. Nice. Yeah, that's just that's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's just that's quite a lovely experience, you know. All right, so uh, why don't we uh, 
jump into our tobacconist tip of the week as we are enjoying this Fat Boy Cigars Jacked Robusto. Nick McCann, take it away. And now your tobacconist tip of the week with Nicholas McCann. Oh, fudge. Okay. Uh, Johnny. Yes. What did you eat this morning? I ate 15 quail eggs scrambled in butter with some sharp Vermont cheddar cheese. Did you? With red ch- telly cherry peppercorns and pink quail, Himalayan salt. 15 quail eggs? Yes. Is that why you're sweating so much right now? <laughs> no, that's a small breakfast for me. Quail eggs are tiny. I know. We, t- we did this. You made me do a shot. Oh, yeah. We did the shooters. Tobacconist tip of the week. What are you drinking? What do you drink this morning? You're having a black coffee right now, black it looks coffee. like. Um, I have a pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that here, was involuntary. Here come right the, it's because of the 15 quail eggs. <laughs> um, and I ate a bacon and cheese egg sandwich. And these things are going to affect how we taste the cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, because the palate's kind of a... It's like like an accumulation of dirt like under your fingernails. Um, right, things just kind of stack up. Right. And so it's not like you don't when you're done with that coffee, obviously like everyone knows about coffee breath, like you're going to taste it for a little while. Right. But it goes away, but it's still going to have an impact on what you taste later in the day. Right. And so everything you have is going to stack and stack and stack and stack. And it's going to change how the cigar tastes. So here's a great exercise for our listeners out there. Take your tongue and rub it on the roof of your mouth and pay special attention to right behind your front teeth. Do you feel all those ridges? Yeah. That all collects stuff. Oh, I thought that was my brain. (laughs) No, that is your palate. The front is the hard palate. The back is the soft palate. Um, That's where we, you know, chew our smoke and uh, stuff collects there. Right, Right, yeah. And your tongue. Your tongue is fuzzy. Yeah. You use a tongue scraper. I don't. I I am a vigorous toothbrush tongue brusher, mm. but I do not use a tongue scraper. I've seen those, and they look fascinating. And I really want to try one, but I have not. I use myself. a tongue. I use a tongue scraper. Is it satisfying? It's satisfying. It's also really disgusting. Yeah, like the stuff you get off your tongue, you almost can't wash it off. Like yeah. I almost have to use my fingers to scrub it off. Really? Yeah. Um, it really opens your eyes to what your tongue collects. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, like what you consume, like you, you got to plan your consumption right, around your cigar smoking. So here's a classic example. Uh, what do you guys say in this area? Do you say grinders, hoagies, subs? What do you call that, that kind of sandwich? Uh, hoagie. Hoagie, okay. Or a sub. So like you take an Italian hoagie yeah. or an Italian grinder. Yep. It's got no. fucking red no. onions. It's got vinegar. It's got oil. It's yeah. got black pepper. It's got salami, you know. Like, you eat one of those, good luck with that Padron, man. Like, you oh, just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah. like, and you get that, it's just a terrible experience. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I don't do this, holy crap, that ash is, wow, firm. that's rigid, man. Yeah. Wow, that's that awesome. Ash. Sorry, Jay, I'm just ashed a cigar. Um, I Yeah, I would never do, especially like after, after a super heavy day of eating. Mm-hmm. Like last thing of the day, I, I'm picking, um, I'm picking a cigar that I'm not necessarily like looking for nuanced taste notes to. I'm gonna smoke something that, um, it gives me, you know, 
a good experience, but it's something that I know the taste and I know what's going to come from it. And it's not going to, I'm not going to be like, dang, I really wish I got more out of it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like you just build and build and build the sugars. Yeah. The, you know, they just stack it just like we'll talk about with drinks. Yeah. I like a, uh, like after Thanksgiving, right. I like a short, um, like strong cigar because the flavors still come through, you know, kind of, you know, and you're so full and you're so full. Yeah. You know, um, so like, uh, not a, not like a Padron little hammer because it's too strong. Right. After eating all that food. Right. Um, but I will do something like a, like uh, a black label green Hornet. That's a little strong. Maybe. Killer B. Yeah. Yeah. Like a killer B. Yeah. Um, I'll do something like that or even like a, uh, like a Perdomo, uh, Habano sun grown, you know, where it's yeah. spicy enough. I can still taste it. Um, if I can find those in Robusto, I don't know what the deal is. Like I've been, uh, you know, shop surfing for a while, but in this area, the it seems like big cigars are being stocked a lot. You know, yeah. like Toro is like the small one now. Yeah, um, I'm just seeing more and more like Toro on up size. I don't know what that's all about. Um, it's not not my not my first thing. It's none of your business. It is my business. what other people are putting in their lungs and mouth. Yeah, but I'm shopping. It's kind of my business. Go to. Go to Holtz's. <laughs> Go to CI. All right. Uh, so <clears throat> thank you for that tobacconist tip of the week. Why don't we talk about non-alcoholic beverage pairings with cigars? Um, so alcoholic pairings, cool. We'll probably do some shows on that. You know, that's that's really common. Um, and then coffee and tea are also off the list today. Yeah. Right? We, we can do whole shows on both of those beverages separately. Uh, but let's talk about everything else. And and so, like, when you're in the lounge or whatever, first of all, have you ever had the experience, Nick the Brick, of smoking a cigar and you need to drink something? Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, and and so you have to make a choice. And as right? a matter of fact, I almost never sit down without having a drink first uh, to have a cigar. I never sit down to have a cigar without having a drink ne- with me. Yeah, I typically do as well. Yeah. A lot of the time it's black coffee. Right. Um, and... A lot of time it's not, you know, especially later in the day or something. Um, there's very few decaf coffees that I'll consume yeah. um, just because they're usually not very good. But, uh, yeah, it's normal, and there can be a drying effect on the palate from a cigar. Yes. You know, a lot of people uh, like to have something to wash that cigar down with, and maybe alcohol is not on the menu for you, or it's just not the right thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. been one of the hottest weeks of the year last year up here in our beautiful uh, mid-Atlantic region um, got almost into triple digits. Um, you know, you kind of don't want to be slugging a whiskey necessarily in that, right? You know, in that uh, situation. I mean, as much for, as much as we promote drinking uh, a fine spirit with a nice cigar, like I'll I'll back not drinking a spirit with a cigar and mm-hmm. just having a well, any of the following. Yeah, so. Why don't we start with soda? Oh. Or pop, okay. if you're from the uh, southern hemisphere. Um, so with uh, with soda, there's kind of a few different choices. And I, I pulled out, like, six of the big ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And most of the other sodas, you know, like, if you're a big red fan, um, fuck off. Is it we're cinnamon? Not doing, we're not doing big red on the show. No, it's like cotton candy. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh. So, you know, 
any of you guys that have like your your weird esoteric soda that you're a big fan of, good for you. Right. We're not doing that on the show. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with cola. Just well, actually, cola. I will say, if you have a weird pairing, send it to us. Oh, absolutely. Right. Right. If you have a, if you have like, you have to drink. Yeah. This uh, artisan soda right. with your absolutely. Us. I would Burn love podcast at gmail.com. I would love to Better hear that. Send us one in the mail. We will drink it live on air. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. Well, let's just start with basic cola. Cola, Thoughts yes. On cola. Coke, Pepsi, RC, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I think that, so I don't drink a lot of Coke to to begin with, without a cigar. Um, I, I actually, I always grew up, I was a Diet Coke guy. I'm a Diet Coke guy. Um, Can't stand Diet Coke. So would that do we should I talk about that now? But I like Coke Zero. Coke Zero is great. Yeah. I, so, so I'll drink Coke Zero. So I won't drink Diet Coke. I'll pair. I won't. I won't specifically pair Diet Coke or Coke Zero with the cigar. But the frequency that I smoke cigars and drink Diet Coke or Coke Zero, it happens. Mm-hmm. And like I like pouring it out into a uh, cup of ice. Yeah. Yeah. Not drinking it out of the can or the bottle. Yeah. Because well, a can especially really affects the taste. Yeah. I can taste the metal, the yeah. carbonation, like it interacts or something. Right. I can take taste plastic too. Yeah. Don't like that taste. Um, yeah, I think in a glass with uh, rocks can elevate the experience of of soda for sure. Well, and you're like diluting the soda a little bit with the water that melts. But I think I think that just regular straight Coke, cherry Coke, you know, any of the cherries or vanillas or anything like that, just too strong on the sugar end. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. coat your palate before anything else. Yeah. And it's going to stick to your teeth. You know, everyone knows that feeling. Fuzzy teeth feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like a, that's like when you need to brush your teeth the worst or you feel yeah. like, you know, yeah. oh man, I could really use a toothbrush. But I just think that that's, that's too strong of that yeah. feeling. So I think, uh, I think I would say like, if you're going to do cola with a cigar, you do want to pay attention. You know, you might want to pair it with a uh, bitter cigar. Um but it it's very sweet. It's gonna sweeten the sweeten the cigar, sweeten the experience. Um, the caramel does go pretty good. I find that uh, cola can go pretty well with like a basic Connecticut cigar. Yeah. Um, but I find that it doesn't go so well with like a, a really rich, strong Maduro. Uh, those try to fight, and they're button heads. The button heads and the carbonation actually increases the spice. Yeah. So like. If you have a strong, spicy cigar with cola, um, I've had you know some some bad experiences there. Uh, if you're going with flavors, you got to be super careful. I mean, it, I I wouldn't recommend it, but like vanilla Coke, cherry Coke, like they're they're very sweet and very pronounced flavors. Yeah, um, it's almost like at at that point, you're not really going to taste the cigar. So. Right. If you're smoking a uh, fishing cigar and you're fishing and you're you're drinking your Coke out of the can or whatever, you know it's fine, but uh, it's not really like a cigar experience. Yeah, and and I think that if you love Coke and you love cigars, it's going to be different for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. Um, but this is just like generally, if you don't drink a whole lot of Coca Cola or cola in general, mm-hmm. then um, try it once, but be warned. Right. All right. Next up on the list is root beer. Mm. So for me, root beer has a special spot. You know, it's probably the only, probably the only soda that I would actually pair with a cigar. And one of the reasons for that is 
it actually goes really well with some types of cigars. Yeah. Um, you do have to watch out for the sweetness. I've found that uh, some brand, some brands are better than others. I should have brought you a sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. That's just uh, that's West. That is root beer, apparently, right? Yeah, that that's Old West for root beer. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> sarsaparilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is actually a sarsaparilla cigar, isn't there? Yeah, Espinosa. Uh, Espinosa. Uh, uh, it was a cigar dojo sensei sensational sarsaparilla cigar. Yeah, collab. Yeah, and apparently it pairs really well with have, root beer. I have. I'm gonna bring you one. Sarsaparilla. That's what I put it in the system. We we sold it, and I put it in the system, and I got a text like the first day that we had it, and someone was like, someone was like, you spelled sarsaparilla wrong, because I sounded it out. Yeah, but if you Google it, there's like 17 ways to spell it. Sarsaparilla. Yeah, like that's a legit spelling. Yeah. Um, so you, so you're a big fan of of uh, any kind of root beer variation with a cigar. Yeah, I mean, with the right cigar, it yeah. can go great. I, it can also clash terribly. And uh, you know, I mentioned the Perdomo Habano Sun Grown yeah. earlier. Would never pair that with root beer. Um, it's that Nicaraguan spicy um, taste, and just kind of taste crappy you know with root beer the, um, the bricks opinion on this is i don't like root beer there's not a whole lot of like drinks or foods that i don't like and root beer is one of them i don't like root beer so i don't ever pair root beer with cigars because i don't ever drink root beer so if there they, you there you go yeah everybody's uh, taste and palate is different obviously if you don't like something don't drink it yeah or smoke it uh, next up on the list is Sprite or similar, you know, like lemon-lime soda. Um, on this, I'm just a hard no. They're way too sweet. Um, they don't add anything. I, I just, I don't do it. I don't drink soda much anyway, but it's way down on my list of things I want to put in my mouth. So that one's kind of fast and easy for me. What What are your thoughts around Yeah, Sprite? I think Sprite is, um, it's real Bernie. Like it burns uh, with the the lemon and the carbonation. Like you get that. I don't know. When I was a kid, we always got that nose burn. You get mm-hmm. that that nose tingle when you drank Sprite. You know that first sip of Sprite. And I think that that can be pretty damaging too. Back when we put real carbonation in soda. Yeah, back when there back when there was actual cocaine and Coca Cola. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't. Sprite's good. I I have a soft spot for Sprite, but I don't think I've actually ever paired it with a cigar. So. Yeah, it kind of seems gross in my mind. Yeah. I haven't tried it, but uh, I don't think it would go one bit, which is why I haven't tried it. Um, which brings us to Dr Pepper, which is not the same as Mister Pip. Um, can we talk about? Can I can I push Dr Pepper back one? Sure. I want to talk about Fresca right after Sprite. Okay, let's talk about Fresca because Fresca is Sprite esque. Yeah. So. These are sodas, like we put Fresca in here as the name brand because everyone yeah. is probably familiar, but these are sodas that have some kind of fruit infusion, but also sugar. Okay. Not a fan. I what? think the flavors are too strong. You are, what? I love Fresca. I don't like it with a cigar. Oh my God. The flavors are too strong. It's too sweet. It's usually For very pronounced of... kind of kind of flavors. I, I, don't, I don't really do that. I used to buy Fresca just for you. I know. To stock in the store, just so you could drink it with your cigar. And it started as a joke because of uh, 
the boys on Amazon, the cult oh, leader that yeah, drinks yeah, the fresco yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it is it is a it's a pretty good uh soda. I but, didn't know you uh, didn't like it with cigars. I don't I mean I did try it, but yeah. it's just too overpowering. Okay. That's fair. So back on the Dr. Pepper bandwagon, um, this one is a fast answer for me. It's too sweet. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, uh, I've never paired it with a cigar. I don't think I ever would. It's got some unique flavor, but there's a lot of flavors in Dr. Pepper already. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're throwing that on your palate with a cigar. It just, uh, I don't see it happening, man. I think there's a guy, there's a guy in Gettysburg. Shout out to James. He, I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm sure he's not even aware that we have a podcast. Um, he will drink Dr. Pepper by the case. I mean, this guy is a Dr. Pepper machine. His his middle name is Dr. Pepper. Keeping your local dentist in business since 1981. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. And he will smoke the heaviest Maduro with the Dr. Pepper. And this is this guy's jam. And he is a warrior for it, and I admire it. And I don't think Dr. Pepper is the worst non-alcoholic pairing on this list. No, I don't think it's the worst. Dr. At Pepper all. actually rises close to the top of the list for me if I'm if I have to pair a cigar with something on this list. That's definitely above Sprite. Yes, in in my mind, and above Fresca. For me, it's above Coke. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, our caveat for the whole show is you know everybody's palate and taste buds are different what you enjoy is different you know so you you do you these are just our thoughts on this for folks that are thinking about experimenting um and then the last soda i have on the list is ginger ale um i think ginger ale can pair very well with cigars there's a big spectrum here though because there are some ginger ales and i'm thinking of your some of your name brand you know owned by coke you know ginger ales that are too sweet and and that goes all the way to like you know artisan ginger ale where it's like you're sucking on a ginger root you right. know yeah um so the amount of spice depends on the brand the amount of sugar depends on the brand yeah um but i think ginger ale you know the the ginger i think cleans your palate off a little bit um the ginger not, itself the ginger itself not yeah. ginger ale well i mean you're not drinking a ginger root you're drinking ginger ale yeah. but uh and the carbonation you know i think it i think it works pretty well with a broad spectrum of cigars yeah. again would not pair it with a spicy cigar mm-hmm. you know you get a cigar with a lot of spice that ginger is going to really just amp that up to the point where, uh, you know, you're not tasting anything else. It's a double whammy with the carbonation and the ginger. Yeah. 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 So that's soda. And of course, uh, let us know what you think. Burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Especially if you have a soda that you enjoy with a cigar. We'd love to hear about it. Um, so that brings us to uh, iced tea and lemonade. And we'll just kind of lump these together. These are often... Uh, Homemade, but you can buy them in the store now, like mm-hmm. yeah. pre-bottled. Yeah. Um, I do not pair anything pre-bottled, any pre-bottled iced tea or lemonade with a cigar. Uh, for lemonade, I haven't found one that isn't so sweet yeah. that I just don't like it. And, you know, I'm not a big sweet guy. Like, I drink black coffee. I like, you know, uh, um, bitter cigars or stronger cigars. You drink a lot know. of tea. Yeah. yeah. Tea. Don't eat a lot of desserts. I just don't like the taste of sweet very much. Um, so that kind of takes pre-made lemonade right off the table. Um, same thing with iced tea. And if you don't know the iced tea you're buying, yeah. right? So like I've got a couple of uh, coworkers that are addicted to Turkey Hill iced tea. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And it's like three cups of sugar 
in that fucking iced tea, right? In the gallon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, in the pint. Like, in the single serve. <laughs> in, the, like, in, the, it is in the 16 sweet. ounce. Yeah, it's like 480 calories or something. Yeah. For, you know, so it's super sweet. So you kind of would want to know what you're getting into. It's like, it's not, it's not iced tea. It's sweet iced tea. It's southern iced tea. Southern iced tea, yeah, that's right. You can use this on your pancakes in the morning if you have to. It's iced DT, and the D stands for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of iced tea. I like hot tea way better. I don't ever drink iced tea. And I think lemonade, uh, lemons, the citrus E acidity is probably good for a, like a palate reset mm-hmm. um, by themselves. But like you said, the sugar just gets, uh, the sugar weighs it down. Yeah, yeah. A lot. But that brings me to homemade lemonade and iced tea. If you're going to make it yourself, you can tailor it to your cigar smoking. So you can make a lemonade that is less sweet, has the proper amount of acidity to really fucking knock that out of the park. Yeah. Um, I think the same thing. Like, you don't have to sweeten your iced tea. It can just be cold tea. Or you can put enough sugar in it, you know, where you're not thinking, oh, gross. Yeah. Um, So you can really tailor it. So both of those are, you know... I, I probably wouldn't get something out of the vending machine and some, and drink it with a cigar. Um, but I would make some uh, and possibly pair it with a cigar. So iced tea, lemonade, typically store-bought stuff, too sweet. Um, so that brings us to seltzer water. Um, yes. So uh, seltzer water, first of all, I just want to put a clear, like, bright red line down the middle. There is seltzer water. It is sparkling water and may not have flavor, like the Pellegrino you have at your elbow, mm-hmm. or may have some light flavoring, like um, uh, LaCroix, yeah. something like that. Yep. But then there is seltzer water that has sweetener in it. Right. That is a totally different drink in yeah. my book. Yeah. And it's also right off the table. Yes. I don't pair those. Uh, they're, they're just too sweet right. uh, for the cigar. So we are talking about seltzer water that is possibly infused but uh not sweetened right i can't live without it i drink it at work i drink it at home i have a uh one of those racks for cans mm-hmm. in my fridge you know yep. where they like roll down and it always has seltzer water in it. yep um i think seltzer water goes great with cigars the carbonation you know helps clean your palate off mm-hmm. the light hint of flavor can go great with a cigar but is rarely strong enough to like mess up a cigar yep um, and it's pretty refreshing. Oh my goodness! So good for the good for the summer. That's number one. I mean, yep. So great, uh, great pairing there. Most seltzer waters work. Just again, make sure it doesn't have sugar in it. You will, uh, you'll be surprised. And they don't really go. Um, but that brings us to flat infused water. So top of the list here is lemon water. This is just water, maybe over ice with a couple drops of lemon juice in it. Uh, this is my number one nice. pairing Hell with yeah. cigars. Yeah. Um, the lemon does a fantastic job, that citric acid, of cleaning your palate off and helping you enjoy the cigar more. And I see your uh, inch and a half inch ash just dropped on the table. Way to go, Nick. It was a fat boy. It was a fat boy. Ooh. I'll bet you can pick it up. I'll bet I'm not going to. I'll bet you're going to drop the next one in your lap. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so lemon water is great lime water is a slight twist on that it does have a different flavor especially if you have a well-tuned palate yeah from what i hear an really entire different fruit yeah yeah well 
I hear in Mexico they're all limon, so it's just limon oh. verde or oh green green lemon or yeah, your amarillo like, limon amarillo. Yeah, like there's nice. well, typically it's just limon is the yellow one, and limon verde is lime. Yeah, nice. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, so uh, lemon or lime water, um, I think. For me, top of the list for non-alcoholic pairings. There's other infusions, though, that you can put in your water. Um, cucumber. That's right. Is uh, real popular right now. Jeez, Strawberries. Man. They sell, like, these bottles that you can stuff stuff in mm-hmm. and then, like, pour your water over it. Mm-hmm. And But it has, like, a mesh filter, so you are only getting water. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can experiment with here. I would just say, like, you know, be careful. If you're doing, like a radish and a cucumber and star anise you're going to get in some interesting infused water but it's probably going to detract from the cigar experience right um yeah i love uh i think like vegetable water cucumber and lemon lime that stuff is awesome really really good but i think the fruit water is less yeah, when you start getting into strawberries and yeah. stuff like that, um, that's that sweetness. Yeah, it's just too strong yeah. um, for me. Um, all right, so those are some of the top things that folks might pair with cigars that are uh, non-alcoholic. Let's touch back on this cigar real fast. We are smoking the Fat Boy Cigars Jacked Robusto, five by fifty-four box press. This is a Nicaraguan binder and filler, and I'm starting to kind of get that uh, earthy spice that you get out of Nicaraguan tobacco. It does have an undisclosed Maduro Habano wrapper and retails for $7.90, which uh, so far this cigar is smoking at a much higher price point than that. Uh, Pretty pleased with it. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on the flavor? I'm in my uh, second third right now. Uh, Smoky and still earthy soil woodsy um it's small 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 amount of spice for me um the flavors have stayed pretty consistent since since the jump i'm uh picking up a noticeable leather component nice yeah um and i don't need a retro hail to taste the spice now so that's picking up both of those common components in nicaraguan tobacco um You know, if you're into well-aged, well-cured Nicaraguan tobacco, this is kind of like going home. You know, it has the the uh, flavors that you would expect from a high-end Nicaraguan cigar. Oh yeah. Um, So there's definitely like uh, like there's some flavors I'm picking out, but the overall sort of experience is like, oh yeah, I remember this. You know. Yeah. they didn't try to reinvent the wheel, but they 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 did a really really good job. Yeah, I think uh, I think they nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, smoke output is still great. Uh, burn is good. S- smoke output. You can see the the burn line here. The way the ash is stacking. Um, all of it is a it's a really kind of kind of like high end experience. You know. Yeah. This is uh, well constructed so far. Yeah. And. Uh, well blended um so jumping back into some uh non-alcoholic pairings we're getting into the weird side of things right so energy drinks for me hard no eh. i mean 
I'm not a big fan of them outside of smoking cigars, but I can't imagine sucking on a Red Bull and smoking a cigar. That's ridiculous. You know, <laughs> um, you know, monster energy. Yeah, you're a monster. How dare you <laughs> adulterate that cigar? Wow. Uh, so that's right out. Now, there's another category that's flavored waters, and I put vitamin water in here because it's, yeah. it's common. Um, I couldn't think of anything else to call this. It's not the same as like the infused water we were talking about. This is like something you buy off the shelf. It's sweetened. It has some kind of flavor, um, but it's flat. And for me, this is also a hard no. Like Propel. Ooh. Yeah, I like Propel. Um, well, I think Propel is more infused than like flavored. Oh, for F's sake, man. I think. I can't remember. Jeez. Can't remember the last time I had one. All right. I think I had one once and was disappointed. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna propel you out of the studio, the smoky back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made with our uh, beautiful new gold uh, cigar smoking statue. Yeah, I think it's moved a little bit since we we're, we're collecting artwork here. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it. We gotta name him, man. This is terrifying. What are we? Yeah, it is a little scary. It's a Halloween esque. Yeah. What What are we gonna see? But the, when you look at the face, it's like, you know, this is either like a pretty boy or an ugly girl. I can't figure out, like, you know, like, it's a really yeah. generic, I think it's the uncanny valley. Like, that's why it's spooky. It's like, it's not quite human. Yeah. And it's kind of androgynous. Mm-hmm. But th- that gorilla hand has got, like, wrinkles and fucking hair on it. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, the, the model was uh, the Party City gorilla costume. That they it, <laughs> yeah. Like, it really looks like Johnny Midas is feeding a cigar to, like, a nine-year-old. I which mean, is which we do not condone here on Burnline Podcast. It's very disturbing. Absolutely not. Um, this is, we need, I think I need to figure out the. And also, like, he's putting the cigar off to the side. And I'm like, don't do that. Make it symmetrical. What is wrong with you? I was thinking Edwin. I think we should name it That's Edwin. T- all right. <laughs> all right. Inside joke there for all our listeners out there. Um, so, yeah, energy drinks out, flavored waters out, which is kind of close to the next one, which is Gatorade, also out. Might be nice and refreshing. You know, after playing basketball in the summer, not something I would pair with a cigar. Uh, Nick the Brick, thoughts on Gatorade? Yeah, just too sugary, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and overpowering. Like, it's, they've yeah. got really significant taste profiles. They do. Um, so, juices. Orange juice, uh, apple juice, cranberry juice. Um, so, I'm not a fan Um you know, the, the thing with orange juice is, like, the uh, the sweetness and acidity drown everything out. Like, you know, like, how much stuff do you drink orange juice with anyway? Right. You know, because it doesn't go. Like, peanut butter and jelly sandwich with orange juice. No. Right out. You know. Like, it's pretty much limited to bacon and eggs, you know. Um, yeah, white toast. Yeah, like, cranberry juice, way too acidic. You know, that's just going to shrink your taste buds. They're going to be screaming for mercy. I love cranberry juice. Not with a cigar. Um, I've never tried it. I... I might have to try it. Now you have to try it. I'll tell you. Apple juice, bleh. Like, it just doesn't seem like a flavor I would want, and it, a lot of it tends to be too sweet. Yeah, apple uh, juice is, beca- I think it's beca- because it's targeted for... Children. Like for kids. Children. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, you know, they, they extra the sweetness. Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, eating an apple, though, eating an apple, like, in oh, between yeah. cigars would probably be good. Especially, like, a uh, Granny Smith. Yeah. Like, a tart apple. See, it's weird, though, because, yeah. like, we'll eat an apple, but we yeah. won't, I won't drink the apple juice. Well, and apples are great for cleaning the palate. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that it'd be good. Yeah. Especially a nice, juicy one. I could pair an apple with a cigar. Yes. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and then the last thing I've got on the list is smoothies. Um, so I guess the, you know, like this is, there's almost no opinion here because there's a big gamut on what a smoothie is. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if you're making a smoothie at home, it typically consists of like some pulped uh, vegetal product. Mm-hmm. Um you know, maybe like blueberries or strawberries to sweeten it, maybe kale so that you think you're healthy, but you're not, yep. you know, some, it, it'll be ground with ice. I, I think you could probably make a smoothie that goes with a cigar. Yeah. However, I'm against the mouthfeel. Um, the cold. Yeah. The, the cold as well. Like that's going to blunt your palate for sure. It but is. It, just the, uh, the mouthfeel, you know, smoothie, milkshake, whatever. I don't like that coating feeling while I'm smoking a cigar. Yeah. Um, it just seems to like get in all the cracks and crevices of your mouth and just kind of coat everything. Yeah, um, you know, mouthfeel is important, right? And I like to you know chew my smoke a little bit, and and but the smoke itself has like a texture a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I've I've never paired with a smoothie, probably wouldn't, but I think it could be done. Mm-hmm. You know, watch the uh, amount of ginger in there. Um, ginger kale pear smoothie. Mm. Ginger kale. Ginger Kale. How about our Cigar News of the Week? Cigar News. Here is your host, Nicholas McCain. Um, Gurkha discontinues San Miguel and Trenta. Wait, they discontinued Gurkha? This is good news. No, Gurkha discontinued the, San, the lines San Miguel and, and Trenta. So they had a, 30, a 30th anniversary cigar and a cigar called San Miguel, which is St. Michael. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't speak non-American. Um, but I really like the San Miguel. I think that's why this is news, is because I care about it. Mm. And I like the San Miguel a lot. And it was a Nicaraguan Pure, I believe. And it was the only Gurkha that I kind of ever like really... like Returned s- to? Yeah. 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 Um, so that's a... I think I have one or two somewhere. Um, Deadwood, Girl with No Name, Connecticut Shade, Robusto. Interesting. Heads to JR. Ooh. Yeah. So, Deadwood and Drew Estate gave CI, Girl with No Name, a couple months ago. And then JR was like, what about us? We want some, we want some Girl with No Name. And so. Expanding the footprint. Yep. So. I just, I'm getting some really good tasty smoke i'm like getting close to the final third on this cigar and uh it's really delicious you've never interrupted cigar news of the week to, to say that so that this must be a good cigar it's pretty good shout okay. out to fat boys um agonorsa supremely perfecto agonorsa supremely perfecto interesting okay supreme leaf is a really good line by agonorsa it's really hard to find and they've teased a perfecto this week um Additionally, and for our listeners, what size is a perfecto? He said, ashing all over the table. A perfecto, I guess, could be so. It's a so it falls under the category figurato, mm-hmm. and it usually has a tapered cap and a tapered foot as well. Mm-hmm. But that's also like I've heard that considered double perfecto. It's almost like a double torpedo, but kind of. It's a little shallower. It's almost like a double bellicoso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really interesting. Magic Toast fifth anniversary, they're coming out with interesting in a perfecto, which is gonna be awesome. 
I just heard that this week. Um, Camacho Broadleaf goes on sale, uh, which is also really cool if you're a Camacho fan. And then the last thing, I got to show you this, man. I got to find it. Yeah, so we were talking about Camacho before the show, and it's it's interesting because I was a fan of the original Camacho as one of the best value smokes in the humidor. And then new Camacho came out, so I hated on them. But they actually have some pretty good sticks, like if, especially if you like bold cigars. Uh, there's a few that I keep buying. So, you know, uh, shout out to Camacho. I'm really interested in a broadleaf Camacho. Might be too strong. This is a, a, a brand called Bacock Brothers. Bacock Brothers. Premium cigars. That was that was too good, man. Bacock. Their their symbol is literally a rooster. Yeah. And it's Bacock. Dude, the these boxes look like shipping containers. They do. They look like ocean cans. And they they stage them on a dock. On a shipping dock. <laughs> that is really cool. It's yeah, such you a good can see picture. like the, Yeah. You can see the container ships in the background. And they got but they got the um, perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the these these actually look like shipping live, containers, life sized yeah, shipping yeah. containers, staged on a dock. Yeah, yeah. that's um, pretty cool. So I I love this a lot. This is probably my favorite thing that I've seen this week, and I will share this on Instagram. But on I love Instas. this a lot. Anyway, so we got the, some yeah. new cigars coming out. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna try that Camacho Broadleaf. That sounds interesting. Well, Nick, thank you for that. Let's get back to this cigar. It is almost time for us to rank it. We are smoking the Fat Boy Cigars Jacked Robusto 5x54 Box Press, Nicaraguan Binder and Filler, Habano Wrapper, MSRP of $7.90. Nick, what are your uh, concluding thoughts as we are smoking into the final third? It's been, I mean, it's been a real steady ride for me. Um, I agree with you. I think that there's a little bit added leather whether it's a texture or the flavor or a little bit of both i think i've gotten that um you know as the cigar's gone on but still that that earthy not really bitter but like not really sweet mm-hmm. um yeah just an awesome 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 cigar. yeah i think the uh, i think for me the flavor has uh kind of slid down the spectrum like it's all the same flavors but the uh kind of bitter side has uh, tapered and the sweeter side has come out a little bit as I've smoked it down. Nice. Um, still getting that uh, cocoa flavor, so like not sweet chocolate, but chocolate on there. Yep. Um, still a little bit of that spruce and loam. Uh, very enjoyable cigar. Rich. Um, it feels uh, like as I've gotten farther down, it feels stronger than when I started. I think I'd peg this uh, probably mid full. Yeah. Um, I think it's approachable. It's not going to knock anybody, you know, off their stool. Um, but also strong enough that, you know, if you're a uh, grizzled old veteran cigar smoker, like you're still going to take a lot away from it. So I think they kind of nailed that. Um, and again, definitely can taste the uh, age on the on the curing with this cigar. Um, it has that flavor of well-aged Nicaraguan tobacco. So I think this uh, really fits in the wheelhouse of like, you know, kind of high-end, well-aged Nicaraguan puros. Um, So if you're into that sort of thing, this is probably a great choice. 
and at an MSRP of 790 very accessible. Man, oh, man. So with that, I think it is time to rank this cigar, and we start with presentation. So, Nick, what are your thoughts on presentation? Um, the presentation was simple, um, but I also like I like the band as opposed to a no band naked. Mm-hmm. Um, I also understand how printing and cost can mm-hmm. factor in. Printing um, is very expensive. Yeah, especially color, bands. color printing. And this is thick material. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a cheap. Any 3D stamped. Yeah. Very expensive. I, I hear it's about 40 grand just for the plates. Yeah. To stamp that. So for them pattern. to for them to make an original design band, um, mass produce it and, well, you know, quote unquote mass produce it and still keep the, the cost down. I mean, I, I give this an eight. Eight on presentation from Nick. I think it could use... This is like me. I think it could use something on the back. Yeah, something. Yeah, another logo. Somebody's, somebody's mug. A uh, a quote. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something like that. Welcome yeah. to the Fat Boys World. Yep. Yep. You know. Um. Yeah. I've got a seven on presentation. Uh, agree with those comments. Uh, I think that uh, this is a value band that allows the MSRP to be so approachable. Um. The color palette is good. I think it complements the cigar well. Um, I think I'd like to see maybe a little more pizzazz. Um, I think uh, from a branding standpoint, it's hard to look at it and know what you're getting. Um, it sort of has that uh, nouveau look like, um, oh, like the Superfly, you know, non-traditional sure. yeah. kind of uh, presentation. Yeah. Um, but it smokes like a very traditional kind of high-end Nicaraguan Pudo, um, I think we could do some brand matching there uh, with it. So that is presentation. Let's move on to price. So $790, and we all know that cigar prices in the humidor and across the world have gone up in the last couple of years. You know, I think $8 used to be the breaking point, like below $8 was affordable, above $8, you know, was regular. And above like eleven or twelve was expensive, and that has shifted to pretty much ten dollars. I would yeah. say it's like uh, the break even. I'm I'm so afraid to say it, but it's like it's it's like creeping up to eleven or twelve now. Yeah, yeah, yeah agree. Um, so at seven ninety, you know, there's not a lot of so especially like this is a real cigar. This is not a discount or like cheap cigar. This is not a factory smokes or something yeah. like that. Um. Hard to find, so I I think the price point is fantastic. Maybe too low even for the cigar. So, what are your thoughts on price at seven ninety? Yeah, I got to give it a nine. I mean, I think that the price is um, an excellent price, very accessible, um, and I think that the the experience produces a a value that is yeah. generally higher than yeah you know than 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 what this costs. So, yeah, absolutely nine. Yeah, I agree. So when we talk about price, we're also talking about value. What do you get for your money? Um, so the first thing that you get is probably an hour and 20 minutes of smoke. That's a pretty good time for a Robusto. Pure, it's a box press. Pure bliss. Hour yeah. and 20 minutes of pure bliss. A pure bliss. It's a 5 by 54 uh, box press. Of course, box press cigars you know, are dense, if that's the right word. You yeah. know, like you're, you're getting a little more tobacco for the size. Um, 
I give it a nine as well. Great, uh, great price. I mean, I'm just thinking, like I've been thinking the whole show, what to compare it to in the humidor. And I can't think of anything right now that's kind of has this level of quality at this price point. Yeah. Um, So definitely a nine there. And that moves us to construction. So Nick, thoughts on construction? Yeah, I I give it an eight. I don't, I I mean, I'm. Mine's running like a hair right now, but it's going to be fine. I'm at the point in the cigar where, you know, it's not going to be any issue at all. The ash, it's going to be a two ash cigar. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a really, it was solid, really solid. Yeah. So, uh, construction for me, you can see the burn line right there with Mm -hmm. your, uh, two-tone stripe with your, uh, wrapper and your ash, uh, burning very well, very consistent through the whole thing. Um, I developed one brief tunnel for about a quarter of an inch corrected itself um the cap is a little shallow which is very common on box press so i do have this little like one millimeter yeah take mine look stripe at here I'm, I'm looking i can see it from here i have 20 20 vision it's like up the my mine's deep yeah mine uh mine's pretty shallow you see how deep mine is yeah i've got this little uh you know when you clip it you get this little thing yep this little flap that yeah. you're, you're tonguing. Um, and that was about it. So I've got an eight for construction as well. Uh, I think this is a well-constructed cigar. Burned as advertised. I didn't have to babysit it. I don't think... I think I touched up my cigar once, but that's because I was talking extensively. Yeah. Um, so burning well, staying lit. Yep. It's lit. It's lit. And uh, that takes us to flavor. So Nick, thoughts on flavor? Flavor. Uh, flavors and eight as well. I think, I mean, I just give it, uh, I give it credit for doing what it's good at. And it's just been really consistent for me with that, the, you know, the, the soil, the earth, the, the woods, uh, like the leather picked up. Um, not a, not a ton of spice at all for me. Not a ton at all. Um, yeah. You kind of have to retrohale it. Yeah. To, to get that, which is good. I but like when, you it like flavor it, change a little. Yeah, it gives you the opportunity to be to be adventurous. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not like because there are some cigars that you're like, oh, I'm not going to retrohale this a lot because right. I know it's going to hurt me. Yeah, yeah. But this one, or sometimes the retrohale is like uh, bald or bland. Yeah, you know. No, this one, this one's definitely a change. Yeah, yeah. So I think what did I say eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I've got an eight for flavor as well. I think uh, I think it's a great palette of flavors that all cigar smokers are going to appreciate. Again, if you're not into the earthy spruce, you know, kind of tree flavor, um, maybe not your thing, but, you know, anybody that likes Nicaraguan cigars is going to love this cigar. Um, also, I notice it burn has, is burning cool the whole yes, way through. Yes, mine too. So, uh, which enhances the flavor experience as well. And that brings us to experience. So, Nick, most subjective, possibly most important. I mean, this is what we smoke cigars for is the experience. What uh, what do you have here for experience? Yeah, give me give me an eight for experience, man. This is awesome. Um, I'm really excited to try the Connecticut as well, Ooh, which is not which isn't does not reflect in my rating, but um, kind of the jacked brand, right? The boots on the ground, what they're building, um, that what Fat Boys is building as a brand is just really like I'm interested to see what they're going to do next. Um, and so this, it all plays into this. And I think the experience yeah, for me was an, was an eight. Yeah. So, um, 
talking about use case for the cigar, I think this is fairly versatile. Not uh, probably not something that I would uh, go fishing with. Um, probably not like yard work or outdoor stuff. Right. But definitely relax on the back porch, grill, sit at the lounge, talk to your buddies. This a football cigar, you know, mm-hmm. you can be doing other stuff, or you can just enjoy it. Not a celebration cigar. Yeah. Um, so that like the two ends uh, are out, but there's a really fat middle there that this occupies, and uh, as fat, well, fat boys middle. Fat Boys Middle as well. Uh, you know, it is a small family-owned company. You know, you're supporting a uh, small business. You know, this is not a general cigar product. Um, yeah. And they're doing this Boots on the Ground series, mm-hmm. you know, donating money to wounded warriors and, and other charities to support our frontline heroes. All of that, like, adds to the experience. Exactly. Um, and so I've gotten eight for experience as well. And that brings our total score for the Fat Boys Jacked Robusto 5x54 box press Maduro to 41. 41. Okay. Yeah. All right. So not many cigars have gotten into the 40s. That's, yeah, this a, is that's a pretty good score. Not many. I mean, the Cane Daytona by Oliva is the only other sub $9 cigar that's gotten into the 40s. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, one of two single digit yeah, right, cigars right, right. that have uh, gotten into the 40s. Um, yeah. I mean, this is one, you know, where I probably want to pick up a pick up a bundle of these. You know, mm-hmm. really versatile, really flavorful. Um, I would come back for more, oh, you yeah. know, for sure on this one. And enough of like, you know, like the the palate is, um, it's complex enough, like you can keep enjoying it, you know. And I'll contrast that with like, you know, the, the M81 by Drew Estate. I haven't smoked another one of those. Right, since we... Yeah, because yeah. it's the same flavor all the way through. I got the flavor, it was yeah. enjoyable, but I'm not going to go back. Right. You know, this one has got the nuance where it's like, you know, I'd like to try this again. Right. You know. Thank you. Thank you, Fat Boy Cigars. Thank you, Fat Boy Cigars. And this is from our care package, which we opened last week. Um, so really appreciate you guys sending this by. What an enjoyable smoke for all of you guys out there in the interwebs. Be sure to drop us a line, burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the socials, um, like, share, etc. Make us rich and famous, Burnline Podcast on all your socials. Thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you again next week. Goodbye, everybody.